You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, November 19th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long checks in from the capital city of Columbus. Dwayne, how goes it this wintry, fallish morning? Well, here we are. It's and we've it's Penn State Michigan Big Ten Championship game. It is now. It's on like Donkey Kong. It is officially the stretch run. There is no question. Ohio State will host Penn State this weekend. You know that. The entire national media knows that. It does seem like every organization that covers college football will be there. We're going to get in detail here about the Penn State game, talk about what recruits will be visiting, and then obviously tonight is the release of the college football playoff rankings once again, and we will get into that. But we will start with the matter at hand, and that is the Penn State Nittany Lions. Penn State comes in here fresh off a win over Indiana. They bounce back after losing to Minnesota. Your general thoughts on the Knicks as they come to Columbus? Uh, you know, I think they got a pretty good defense, at least in the front seven. Uh, watch the uh, Indiana game. Indiana gave them a lot of trouble. That that did not uh, really break uh, Penn State's way until uh, until later in the game, and Indiana still tried to come back on them. Uh, the, the things that stand out to me is I don't see a real weapon. Uh, you know, we got the kid that, uh, Hamill that's, that we don't know what's going to happen with him. Uh, is he going to play? I think he's going to. I think the pressure on that kid to play is going to be pretty enormous, Dan. He is, he's a kid that, uh, he's their weapon. He's the one real weapon. They got a nice tight end. Uh, but other than that, they just don't. Uh, they're quarterback. Like McSorley, I really liked McSorley. McSorley was, he wasn't that gifted, but he was uh, pretty athletic. He was smart. He was tough. And he could come up with a play. I don't see this kid as somebody that can make a play when, he, when his team really needs him to. And against this Buckeye defense, they are so unyielding. You're not going to put a sustained drive together against the high state. If Wisconsin couldn't with their outstanding offensive line and uh, with uh, one of the best backs in, in college football, if not the best, they just couldn't get anything going. And I, I don't see they got their little back is pretty good football player, but he's not gonna he's not gonna scare Ohio State. I just don't know if Penn State is going to be able to generate enough offense to really threaten the Buckeyes and uh, field position is then going to be a big issue. If you can't move the ball, you're constantly putting your defense in position where they're having to defend short fields. And uh, uh, I, I just don't think this game is as threatening as it seemed at one point, well, even two weeks ago. And with uh, Hamill not... I don't know. Is he going to be 100%? I can't imagine a kid's going to be 100%. I bet he's going to try to go, though. Because deep down inside, his team needs him. 
Uh, he doesn't want to let them down. And I could see him trying to play. How effective he's going to be, well, we'll see. I, I, I don't know if the medical staff should allow him to go in there. But, uh, you know, the head coach is going to get his way. And coaches will tell kids you got to play hurt and even with a concussion. They, you know, that's just the way it is, man. We we don't like it. But, uh, you know, their their job's on the line. And and uh, coaches are going to do what they got to do. So uh, he's, I, I guarantee you that kid's going to try to play. He's going to going to encourage himself to let the coach, I'm fine, I can play. He's going to try to pass every test and and uh, show that he's uh, fit to play. We'll see. I don't think it's going to make a difference, though. I just we've got the best uh, cornerback in the country. We've got the best cornerback tandem in the country. They can move him around. You know, we can. Uh, you want to line him up in the slot? That's fine. Then you'll get to see Sean Wade. So I just don't see this as a real threatening game. K.J. Hamler, well-documented here on the show how much I fear him. He is as electric with the ball in the open field as really anybody in the country. But he is relied upon so heavily by that team. K.J. Hamler has 46 receptions on the season. The next four receivers combined have 41. Now, Pat Fryermuth, tight end, is a stud. 34 receptions and seven touchdowns. He is going to be their go-to guy in every pressure situation. But if you break down their personnel, like you said, and let's give credit to Penn State. The last two games have been punt-stopping Ws that really could have gone either way. And if you look back, both teams were loaded with pros. Shane McSorley is a much better player than Sean Clifford. The last two running backs for Penn State. Now, the guy they're playing now, Journey Brown, good player. The last running back. Miles Sanders is the starting running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. The one before that, Saquon Barkley, is the starting running back for the Giants. I don't see any NFL team expecting to have Journey Brown in the backfield next year. Their receivers are decent. I mean, outside of Hamler, they're talented kids, just very young. Put it this way, the guy splitting snaps with Hamler in practice this week because of the injury is Mac Hippenhammer. Uh, Google it, because I had to. But even at receiver, Penn State has had studs. Chris Godwin is a stud, one of the leading receivers in, in, the, in uh, the NFL right now. They just don't have that type of talent out there. And then I would ask Rashid Walker, redshirt freshman left tackle, that dude is going to lose some sleep on Friday night, and it's not because of a hotel bed. I expect Chase Young to be a man possessed this weekend and completely dominate. Defensively, you have a couple studs, definitely. Edge pass rusher, Yatur Gross Matos is a good player, and then we all know Micah Parsons. He's been uh, as advertised, and I've got to be honest, he's even a little better than I thought. They just don't have the depth of talent across the board, and they're not seasoned. A lot of the guys that are playing now are younger in key spots. I'm fighting against saying this is going to be a complete blowout, but if you ask me what I honestly think right now, and I was going to get my score, I would say something in the mid-40s to something in the low-20s. How do you feel about that? Well, I I actually think that uh, I, I'm going to say 34 to 10, and I absolutely am being very conservative there. I agree that I think we could just absolutely dominate this game. And, uh, you know, the thing about it is I've always believed in the thing of make a team realize, I don't care if uh, team sports or individual sports, when you make a team or a, or a person realize they can't win, it's over. And I think we can make Penn State realize they can't win. And and then it's just uh, 
going through the motions, putting it away. Uh, as I agree with you that it could get even uglier. I don't think they're going to score 20 some points on us unless we get up so big that uh, we got a bunch of children running around out there uh, later in the game and they throw in an a extra touchdown or two. They are not going to score more than 10 points against our uh, number one defense, uh, especially with Hamler out of there. We'll see. I just, uh, I, he's never faced cornerbacks across the board like he is going to play. We don't have to, we don't have to, uh, make sure we've got the right guy on him. We'll put him out there with, with any of the three. Let him, let him, line him up in the slot. See what you think of Sean Wade. He's bigger than, than Okuda. <clears throat> and that's one thing the kid is. He's only like five eight five nine, and he is electric. Is he going to have time? How much time? This pass rush has just been absolutely awesome, and we're getting an element back, the best pass rusher maybe in the history of Ohio State football. I think there's a strong argument that he is, and he is going to come out. There's going to be there's going to be smoke coming off his helmet. He is going to be ready to play football. He's got this freshman in front of him, and he's going to turn him every which way but loose. Uh, and, and we got some other guys. You know, uh, uh, Hamilton is playing great football right now. And we can line up another defense then on the other side. We've got uh, choose, your, choose Your Poison. Got a collection of them that would be starting any other place in the Big Ten. So uh, I, I do not see this team scoring more than 10 points on the starting defense. And, you know, we, you said you don't want to use the word blowout. I think we can both use the word comfortable win. I, I, could, I absolutely expect that. They should have a spy on Sean Clifford. I wouldn't actually be surprised if they have Sean Wade follow Pat Fryermuth all over the field. And, by the way, once Wade does this, you can forget about him coming back next year. Because if he shows the ability to guard the slot receiver and a stud tight end, which I think he can do, that versatility is going to be the Minka Fitzpatrick special, who is the player I think he's going to get compared to coming out. We're going to take a quick commercial break, come back and talk college football playoff and Cruton. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. We are back. We'll start with recruiting, Dwayne. Obviously, this is the biggest recruiting weekend of the year during the season. Bill Curlick pointed out to me that there was a bigger gathering in June. There'll be a bunch of studs here this weekend. One guy we definitely want to mention, I'll say on this, Mayan Williams, the running back, will be here. I would not be surprised to see Mayan Williams leave Columbus, a Buckeye, currently committed to Iowa State. There are some vibes out there that he could be in position to flip this weekend. They've had a hard time getting him on campus. Once mom comes in and gives the green light, I do think he'll flip. Two guys that are going to be in town this weekend that have caught your eye. One, defensive lineman Mike Hall, and another offensive lineman, J.C. Latham. Give me your vibes. Uh, I <clears throat> Both those guys, those are just a couple of big athletic people. You know, there's just no such thing as too many of them. 
And Latham actually stands out more to me as a defensive end. I mean, if you look at his film when he was uh, in school in Wisconsin, he was he was just <laughs> I you know my first thought is why are we talking about this kid as an offensive line? But that also tells you how athletic he is. That and having athletes at, at left tackle, you, you got to have them. And you really need them at right tackle. You need big guys that can move. And uh, Latham really does. I don't care where he plays. Just get him up here. Hall is another. Hall is just as impressive as an offensive lineman as he is a defensive lineman. But again, we go back to the athlete thing. Uh, Hall is you're you're just not going to. Uh, you know, it's my argument for why are we moving Latham to offense already? And that may be because they think he's just going to get that big. Uh, it's the only thing that that I can see because the kid's a great defensive lineman. Um, Mike Hall. He's too athletic to move to to offense. You know, you keep you keep the athletic bigs over on uh, over on defense. Uh, love to have him. Really stands out to me. I was just watching his film yesterday. Both those guys, those are those are big time. Those are naked jaunt uh, athletes right there. There'll be a lot of 2020 dudes who are committed here, but this is really about 2021. The guys in 2020, they're super focused on now. Mayan Williams is the only one who will be there. The college football playoff rankings come out tonight. Ohio State, I'd be shocked if they were anything but number two. LSU will be number one, and Clemson will be number three. It really does seem like those three teams have separated themselves from the pack. I said this earlier in the year, and I still believe it. I do think Clemson is the biggest threat to Ohio State just because they're a little more balanced. I watch LSU's defense. And everyone who says they're Ohio State of last year, I'm on board with that. They just can't stop anybody. They, you don't give up that many points routinely with a solid defense. We all know this from being around this last year. And then who knows will be number four. I'm not even sure it matters in this particular release, given the fact what's going to come down the stretch. Have I said anything there that goes against what you're believing right now? The one word I keep focusing on what you said there is balance with Clemson. That's why... I think they are the bigger threat, as you said. LSU's defense—it's like you know—they're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're playing basketball games out there, basketball scores. We're seeing with LSU—they're running up and down the field, but uh, then their defense lets the other team run up down the field. Uh, I just—and uh, I don't think LSU would run up and down the field against Ohio State's defense. You got to realize how, if you look at this team, not just on film, but look at them statistically. This is a, as dominating as defense as we've seen in a while. Uh, I mean, we we may even have to go back to Jim Trestle era to find a defense as dominating. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, it is, I expect that to be the order. Uh, LSU, Ohio State, LSU just has had more, a uh, couple more mar- marquee wins. Uh, and Clemson, and then it's the field. Uh, likely is going to be Georgia. I don't know if you've watched Georgia this year. The offense is absolutely just what what are you doing? It's just it's not very good. You've got to think that uh, those Georgia people say, "Wow, did we make a bad decision on the quarterback?" Because Fromm just has not been impressive at all. He has not shown the ability to make plays. Uh, but just you know, they're going to be four, and they probably should be. Alabama just has not been an impressive defensive football team. 
they've had to score points to, to beat some opponents. And now uh, Tua's out, and there's no question he's out for the rest of this season. Uh, does Alabama may take another loss? So I, I think it, it's likely going to be Georgia if they can hang on. Uh, but then you got the SEC championship game. Uh, who knows what's going to come out of there? Number four is just put a big question mark in there for me. Yeah, this just isn't Alabama's year. If you go look at their roster relative to what they expected to be out there, I'm not sure I've seen a team suffer more injuries. It's ridiculous. And, yes, cry no tears for Alabama who have five stars to back up five stars to back up five stars. But you can't you can't lose, you know, 15 of your top 30 guys and expect to be competitive, especially when one of them is the quarterback. I respect LSU and love Joe, but I, I do not see that defense holding Ohio State under 40. Clemson's the only team out there right now that I see them on a collision course with in terms of balance. We hope you enjoyed the show. The stretch run is here. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Bye.